<laughs> threatening to kill him later. <laughs> Usually gets the job done. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Doctor Strange spoiler cast. I'm Josiah Leroy. With me today, Trevor White. How are you, Trevor? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. You know, uh, yeah. it's good. It's, He's you know. dressed like a longshoreman. It's too, <laughs> bad. it's too bad you can't see that through the radio and uh, through the internet airwaves, you can visualize. so to speak. It's all good. Trevor's Just a giant work, Trevor's working beard. the docks tonight. <laughs> He's working the docks. With me, my good friend, Pete Hurd, the Grumpy Geek. How with, are you, Pete? I'm with you on the evening drive of the Grumpy Geek. <laughs> this is Grumpy Geek on the midnight call in with your, your thoughts and feelings. If you got a question for me... That's www.thegrumpiest.com. <laughs> Is that <laughs> right, Hashtag the grumpy geek. Make sure you're using the, folks. Yeah. Bruner. Bruner. I can't even get my own friends to do it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It, it's a Flint thing, probably. That's what I hear. Anyway, Doctor Strange. We all saw it. Uh, obviously, another huge entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Doing well at the box office. I've got some numbers here we'll share in a moment. But first thoughts, what did you think leaving the theater for Doctor Strange? Trevor. I thought it was just like another one of those. I, I kind of equated it to Ant-Man. Like I wasn't super overwhelmed by it, I guess. Um, so as Seth Zelensky would say, whelmed. Yeah, I was just whelmed. Just whelmed. Medium whelmed. Medium whelmed. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like your steak? Medium whelmed. Pete. Uh, I I was I was more than that. I was more than medium whelmed. I I enjoyed it a lot. I did, and um, it, it it had its moments where uh, you know over on our YouTube channel you'll be able to see uh, a um, kind of a, a analysis of the the visual elements of the of the show, uh, and I thought that that's where it fell down a little bit was was some of the visual stuff, uh, but overall, you know. Benedict Cumberbatch is great. He yeah. really is, you know. And and uh, I I wasn't bothered by the the ancient one. Uh, Me neither. And, and I have yeah. very little background when it comes to Dar- Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's um, it's same thing with me. I never really read any of the comics. Or I think the three of us, this was a jump on point for yeah. getting introduced to Doctor Strange. Yeah, right? I I'll I'll be buying some stuff. I'm kind of fascinated by the whole like I've I've fallen into um the fictional magic thing. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Like I was always a Lord of the Rings guy and and you know, but uh, over the summer I visited Scotland, fell into the Harry Potter thing and you know, so so I'm I'm enjoying fictional magic right now. Um, read some read some great books last year, so it was a it was a nice addition to that for me. I, I liked it a lot. I thought uh, kind of in Trevor's camp with with Ant Man. I think you see some parallels there. Obviously, totally different in theme or yeah. feel, mm-hmm. but a nice standalone movie that works in the MCU at the same time. Yeah, really good job tying that in. Yeah, as always, I, I, that's where we've gone. I don't think any of the movies have kind of lacked that to this point. But uh, Nick Ramirez, uh, speaking of which, you, you mentioned you're going to buy some, some materials to, to read for this. He is writing or has written a post for us uh, called a Geek Suggested Reading. Kind of points you in the direction of where you should start if you want to learn more about Doctor Strange. Really helpful. Yeah, Nick does that for a lot of, um, a lot of the stuff that's going on. You know, he's, he's our... Walking encyclopedia for Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I find it super helpful to be able to read his articles and and you know if I can get to it before I go see the movie, that's great. If if not, it's a it's a you know nice addition to seeing a film as well. Yeah, so. I'm gonna have to start doing that because I've started getting into uh, Marvel comics a little bit more. I was never like when I was a kid. I was never like a huge comic guy. Um, I was mainly like reading. I don't know, like Harry Potter books and yeah. stuff like that. And um, any kind of magical character as far as, like, comics go, I was never really interested in, mainly because I was, like, more into, like, Batman and not so much Superman, but, like, Aquaman and stuff like that, where it was, like, an actual person. There wasn't necessarily a lot of magic. Sure. There might have been magical characters in, like, their comics, but I, for some reason, I never really, like, grasped the magic side of any of the like whether it be dc or marvel or anything like that more rooted in reality yeah if you will 
Kind yeah. of. And if, yeah. if, as it, much as you can be. Yeah. yeah. And if, if there were any kind of... they're as real as they can get. <laughs> Batman's real, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I he made Adam be. this summer. We were walking through downtown Buffalo at night. Um, and we were headed like from a restaurant back to our car or something. And I turned to him and I made him promise me. I'm like, if your mother and I are killed tonight, please make me sure. Please make, uh, make me a promise that you'll be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> the grump night. Uh, so, <laughs> box office numbers here. Uh, by the way, also, Nick did write our official review. Go to thegeekiverse.com. He gave it an 8.0 8. out of 10. So, even 8, and uh, it's spoiler-free. If you're listening to this, you've probably seen it because this is full of spoilers, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, box office did pretty well. $85 million uh, for the debut this past weekend. Uh, today is Wednesday, November 9th, so we're, we're less than a week out. Uh, Thor... The Dark World did $85.7 million. So it didn't quite eclipse that. In total or for opening weekend? Just opening weekend. Oh, okay. That, that takes into account uh, specifically Friday through Sunday. So yeah. not even the early showings on Thursday. Uh, this is all from Forbes, by the way. To, to date, as of this recording, $325 million worldwide. $100 million in the U.S. Wow. That is 49% larger than Ant-Man's 2015 debut, which brought in $57 million. So they're still on the uprise here. Uh, do you think timing had to do with that at all, being in the summer versus close to Thanksgiving time? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, usually around the summertime is when like the big blockbusters come out. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean... It's a, it's a big difference. Yeah. 49%. Uh, GameSpot.com also uh, projects this will finish when it's done about seven hundred and fifty million to eight fifty, a uh, hundred and sixty-five million dollar budget. Not quite, probably going to get in that billion-dollar club that has uh, Avengers, Ultron, Iron Man three, and Civil War. To put it in context, Batman versus Superman had eight hundred and seventy-three million. Suicide Squad came in at only seven forty-five. I say only, relatively speaking, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure they're going to do another one making that kind of money, you know? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> what? Uh, last bit on the, the box office stuff. Uh, according to the GameSpot, Disney movies have grossed $6 billion in the calendar year 2016 at the global box office. Universal holds the record from last year with $6.89 billion. Rogue One has not come out yet. Pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Looks I like think it's going to be another huge year. <laughs> I mean, if if 2016's kind of been one of those weird years in movies where, like, every movie that's come out has kind of been either not as good as everybody thought it was going to be, or they kind of, like, hyped it up to be an amazing movie, and then it was just, like, a blah movie, like Suicide Squad. Um, and it's there's been a lot of, like, different news, um, news sources who have kind of, like, seen that, too. So I'm I'm really hoping that Rogue One isn't like one of those movies where it just is like blah. Do you think that has to do with the hype, the overhype for some of these? Seeing Force Awakens taking a billion dollars last year. Some of them, yeah. Maybe you know you got BVS only a few months after that last year. Uh, Suicide Squad obviously did well, but critically not so much. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, and it's not even just for like superhero or like just Disney movies. It's just like overall, the sure. market's kind of just like weird for some reason well you know it's one of those things now where used to be a movie made money and now we keep score with it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's it's important i don't know why but it's important to be like oh it was just the top 10 grossing films of all times more important than just the money in the pocketbook at the end of the day getting those rankings so the the hype machines go into overdrive for these kind of things mm-hmm. i don't I know agree. whether that's true or not but i feel like that i feel like overall we got to make more money because we got to make it we got to put our name on the board you know sure who, it, it's a competition who, right who cares in the world when you, you what did you say it had a hundred and hundred and uh a hundred million so far u.s what was the budget Oh, uh, 165. 165. And we're budget. already at 325 right. total. So it's already doubled its budget. And it's projected to double that at least. Yeah, and and you're talking about, you know, you're not talking about a $10 budget turning into $20. You're talking about a $165 million budget turning into $330 million. Not you know? even a weekend. Right. 
kind of amazing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I I, honestly I didn't think feel like it was that kind of movie. When I walked out of it, I didn't feel like it you didn't know feel like like, a like those right? those numbers yeah. are blockbuster numbers. You know, when you're making a third of a billion dollars in a weekend, yeah, that, that's blockbuster caliber. And that's that's interesting. That I think is a testament to the quality of the film, seeing that it was. You know, obviously it's in this greater universe, the MCU, but it felt very standalone, and I'll I'll take that all day long. I like those those rooted stories. I will say, this year has been a blast for movies. Obviously, because this is our first year that we've been covering with podcasts and video casts and and really intensive reviews. But we got Deadpool, BVS, went to uh, Captain America: Civil War. We had Star Trek, which was fantastic. We had Suicide Squad, which was still pretty okay. Like this, this is. <laughs> well, I thought it was better than okay. I saw the UK uh, version. Oh, okay. You know, like we need to send people to places other than just, you know, downtown Buffalo to watch movies. So I, <laughs> I decided to go a little far on that one. I, I ran a post pattern. Guys, Pete is really dedicated. 4,000 miles. <laughs> you can't deny that. Uh, so moving on here, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I thought his performance was fantastic. Yeah, I thought his casting was like one of the best castings for Marvel in general. Um, it's up there to me with Downey as Iron Man. Yeah, I, seriously. I just don't. There's so many good casting decisions in Marvel movies as a whole. Like, I'm not in love with the casting at DC. Neither. Like I am in Marvel movies, and I and I'm saying Marvel movies, not necessarily the MCU, because Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart and uh, Reynolds, yeah, whatever, you. yeah, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> whatever. Check out this week's Grumpy Geek, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you'll enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. these, these are iconic cast. Like, like, are we ever going to be able to see a reboot of Wolverine? It's going to be far in the future if we do. Yeah, I just, I just can't even imagine seeing it. Like I, there isn't anybody better than that. And I think, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is that casting as well. Like there couldn't be in my mind. I cannot visualize anybody better to play that role. He played it so well. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I just said that just to say it. Pete, unplug his mic. <laughs> so, I. He's got a great voice, right? It's, yeah. it's super deep. It's iconic these days for 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 that. He was smog. And his his the, normal the voice Hobbit. isn't even like anywhere near that deep. And I thought it was. Just I always forget that he played smog. In, in yeah, the Hobbit. right, right. Smog? Like every time I'm thinking about smog in the Hobbit, I always like think of somebody else. Yeah, as the as the voice of that. You know who I thought it was because it was just on you know one of like TNT or one of those. The I had a, I had a choice between like let's watch one of the Hobbit movies or let's let my wife watch lo- Love It or List It or a Hallmark <laughs> movie. So I watched that and it totally I was like oh you know I love when James Spader voices stuff. Yeah. And it was totally in my mind it was oh my J- it was James Spader doing the voice and now That's I'm funny. like nope he was Ultron. <laughs> Do you know? Oh, that, I love that casting by the way. Do you know who I think of when I think of Benedict Cumberbatch though? Khan. Yeah, yeah, that's and, like my go-to. Yeah, Not even Sherlock. And and in the scheme of things, there is no better casting for Khan than Ricardo Montalban. So, sure, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I liked him in this role. Different hearing him really without that British accent. Because uh, it, it was so good, like very I, natural. Yeah, I mean, just like any time that we do um, Jim Prussians, which you gotta check out Jim Prussians from the last time that we did impressions it was amazing what are you talking about <laughs> but like i just have a huge problem with like i have trouble doing impressions so like anytime i hear something where somebody can change their accent it just blows my mind you and his is so star. like flawless <laughs> well that's, that, i mean hugh jackman's another example of that yeah you know like you hear him talking on a on a charity at a, you know, whatever he's on a red carpet someplace with his with his thick Australian accent, you know, and it's uh, it's and jarring. Then, yeah. To yeah. Me. Benedict Cumberbatch is the real deal. Yeah. My my new thing now because I've enjoyed him so much as Khan and is this is I'm going to jump into Sherlock. I think at some point in time. Sherlock is supposed to be really really good. Yeah. 
Continue. Oh, and how in the world <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to do uh, I'm going to do Sherlock, and then I'm going to do Sherlock Holmes, so I can see Robert Downey Jr. play Sherlock Holmes and. Uh, and Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I can't say anything about like Benedict Cumberbatch's version of Sherlock Holmes, but I love Robert Downey Jr.'s just because he's so witty and at the same time, like actually brilliant. And he's got that very sort of dry sense of do you know what I mean? Of humor. Like, yeah. yeah, like it's uh, Robert Downey Jr. is so talented because of his delivery on that. Oh that yeah, kind of stuff is. And it's know. the same thing with like Tony Stark too. Right. Exactly. Well, he he plays Tony Stark so well because he has had like that kind of, um, like tragedy in his life where he has substance abuse problems and alcohol problems and stuff like that so that's exactly how tony stark is in the comics he has all these different issues i mean i remember that there's one specific issue it's the the name of it is escaping me but they go through his alcohol issues like very very closely and it's like a huge part of the whole entire story arc of i can't I cannot remember what that comic is. What I, he's he's perfect <laughs> for the role. Yeah, he is. He's perfect for the role. What did uh, one particular part that I liked about it? I know we we did a video in like March, and we called him the Magic Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think what was most captivating was his arrogance early yeah. on in the film. That kind of when he shuts out his girlfriend. Um, you see him operating and trying to make a name for himself, and that's more important to him than helping people. And I, I really like how he captured that. And I think, you know, Nick Ramirez giving us that little bit of a primer to expect, give us expectations for this character, that was what I was looking for. And it gave me a way to identify him. And, and now I'm thinking, man, I can't wait till the, he meets Iron Man in, in one of the upcoming Avengers films, you know? Yeah, like, oh yeah, they're going to clash. It's going to be really interesting to see. Yeah, it's just, it, it was it was well done. Yeah, was, I hope he has, like, really good chemistry with the rest of the cast because, I mean, he had really good chemistry with the cast in this movie, so I'm excited to see him with, you know, all the other people who have huge egos and everything like that in, in the new movies. I agree. What, um, it's a good segue. Uh, the the supporting characters i thought it was a good supporting cast i know nick referenced in his review that he thought the characters really didn't go past being just kind of there yeah having appearances i thought that they they did a good job being prominent enough without taking on too much of a role like i liked rachel mcadams a lot in her role i liked wong was yeah it? i think that's i think it's wong he was really funny. yeah he's so funny I love the scene where Strange is, is you know, kind of taking stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> behind his back <laughs> yeah. before he can catch anything. Uh, I, I thought it was a good overall supporting cast. What did you guys think of it? Tilda Swinton is one of my favorite actresses because I've seen her in a bunch of different, like in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. She's oh yeah, yeah, great in that movie. Um, of course. But she's really great at playing like kind of like a genderless character. Not so much genderless, but like just kind of like a a fluid character that like you can't you, it doesn't really matter if she's male or female necessarily i agree um, this didn't matter to me so much yeah but again i'm new to dr strange yeah and i heard that like a lot of people weren't necessarily happy that it was a woman right and she wasn't asian um but also i've heard from like different countries in asia that it didn't matter at all because she's mm. usually like for a big part like that, you have an an actress that isn't necessarily, you know, or it isn't a huge race race thing over in in those countries. I thought she was really good in the role. Yeah, I did too. She, she did executed too. Her, it very well. Her accent bothered me a little bit from time to time. Like she's she had kind of a weird speech pattern from time to time, and I don't know if that's her natural voice. I I don't recall seeing her in anything where i was like wow that's her you know what i mean yeah so um she's in lord of the rings as well right wasn't she the uh oh my gosh i swore um, she was in fellowship of the rings i don't of the ring believe so i don't know maybe i'm i don't know i'll have to come as back one to of the one, one of, the, of the smaller characters maybe right? it was a side character not not very prominent 
I'll have to get back to you on that one. I could be making that up. Maybe only, like one of the I elves. I only talk about prominent has, characters. She would have been an elf. Yeah, she yeah. has like an elf look. Yep. Elfish. She definitely has that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she definitely looks elfish. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So who's your favorite side character? Uh, um, the guy that plays Baron uh, Mordo. Um, what is his name? Good question. Uh, Tuatel Geofor is um, Black Panther, right? I can't. I no, can't remember. Chadwick Boseman. Oh, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I think Tuatel Geofor plays <laughs> Baron Baron Mordo. Yeah. He he was a really. That was the guy I'm gonna look up the cast right now. Right, he was. Um, he is actually like, um, Magic Batman, Doctor Strange's uh, like main villain, I believe. Um, okay, yep, I, I follow you. He's kind of like yep. Batman's okay. Penguin or Batman's Joker. Okay, um, makes sense throughout like the the Doctor Strange series. What? Um, yeah, that, that we'll, we'll get to the end scenes shortly, but uh, visuals we did a video on, Pete. We talked about a few things that bugged us, a few that we really liked, and some a little bit in between, but mostly good, I think, overall. Uh, you can yeah. check out our video, by the way, youtube.com slash C slash the Geekiverse. So it's more in depth. We Rumor do. has it that you can now get there from youtube.com slash the Geekiverse. Okay. The C is an unnecessary. We're Nixon in the C. We're Nixon in the C. Good to know. We're sweating like Nixon. <laughs> Nixon in the C. Nixon in the C. Uh, visuals were were good overall. A few things were subpar. Yeah. The uh, some of the the space scenes, I guess, the outer space scenes were not so good in the different realms. The dark realm. Yeah. The, the, or the dark dimension, I'm sorry. Dark dimension. Not, not and the, then uh, some of the scenes that we joked kind of looked almost uh, influenced by Inception. Looked pretty good. Yeah. No, I th- it, it, when, I, when I saw the trailer, I was like, eh. Yeah, because <laughs> any time where they like multiplied like the window ledges and stuff like that and made yeah. them move, I was like, oh, well, why does that matter? Why, why don't you just have like a, a brick fly out and hit the dude in the face? Right. But in the movie, it was really cool to see them... Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why why do you have to bend this entire skyscraper? Why don't you just, like, have Flip all the... Kitty space. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, in, in context, it was way cooler than just seeing it on the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, that was just a very slight taste of it, yep. I think. they I, Those could not have been easy. That looked really, really good, yeah. especially when some of those worlds were falling apart, Rotating. I, I got to imagine that that's a chunk of your $165 million budget. Oh, I, definitely. I would say so. Yeah. Uh, in terms of ramifications on the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, this was a nice introduction. I'm sure we'll see him pop up in cameo form, maybe in Thor next fall. Maybe. I'm, I'm yeah. really excited for that. Especially, I really liked how they had the, like the after credits scene that was like they were talking to each other. Um, I'm very, very excited to see that movie because not only is Doctor Strange going to be in it, but we've got Hulk in it. Yep. Um, obviously Loki's going to make a comeback. Um, it's funny because saw it with Lauren, my wife. We're sitting there, and uh, I go, "Hey, there, there's two extra credit scenes for sure." She goes, "Okay." So we're sitting waiting for the first one, and I go, "Who do you think we're going to see? You know, who who's he going to be talking to?" There's usually a serious one and a funny one. And uh, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I hope it's Iron Man. I hope it's Iron Man. I'm sitting there giddy. <laughs> and she's like, that would be awesome. I'm like, oh, man, maybe it's not him. Maybe maybe it's someone else. I'm like, she's like, who don't you want to see? I go, I really don't mind if we don't see Thor. <laughs> <laughs> and then she turns to me and goes, but what's up with Loki these days? What is he doing with his life? Sure enough, both of those are answered in that actual <laughs> scene. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. I love that. I'm really excited for um, the next Thor movie. Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok, because they're going to be, like, teaming up together. Yeah. Looking for Odin, and they're going to be, like, running around New York City. So it's going to be, like, really, really cool I to see. I hope they trash it again, because it's been just a, you know. We've had enough time, we, right? We've had a couple movies to put back things back together again. And, it's been a solid and, two, two and a half years. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's all good. <laughs> I I love that extra credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Are they really called extra credit scenes? Credits scene is what I meant to say. But I kind of blurred <laughs> Ex- them. Extra credits. Post credits. Post credits. <laughs> they made credits. extra money off it's of prob- those. Yeah. Yes, they made extra. Right. That was uh, just right. a small fraction of the budget. You get, <laughs> you get two points. Is that on my average or is that... Uh, never mind. <laughs> is that cumulative? Wait, wait until we, we have three. Because two is now the norm. <laughs> oh, man. Right? It used to be none. Now, and then it was like for a while one. And Marvel has made a habit of two. So I don't know. But uh, the other one I didn't really care for so much. I was like, eh, whatever. I, I thought it was kind of... I don't remember what the other one was. Um, he finds the... Oh, my gosh. At the very, very end... Oh, yeah. He takes um, his magic. The guy who... Had, I got his name right, by the way. It is Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, you... Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad we got that cleared up. Yeah. He, he takes f- away he the finds, magic. Yeah. Right? From Benjamin Bratt. Yeah. I was... All right, this is going to sound funny. He was in that Sandra Bullock movie. Yes. <laughs> what, what is it called? <laughs> he was in that movie. Yes. Uh, That's how I recognized him. Yeah. Yeah, it looks older, though. What was it? Uh, was Congeniality? Yes. 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 Okay. Correct. Yeah. He aged as well. I mean, that was, what, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. 15 yeah. years ago, at least. No, he definitely... I didn't... I didn't... Um, <laughs> when he was playing basketball... when embarrassing. When, uh, when Strange comes out to the basketball court... Yeah. In the beginning, I'm like, wow, that guy looks familiar, but... No, it hit me right yeah, away. I could never. Yeah, like because he just remember. he looked older, you know. Is uh, was Shatner in that? Was was Shatner? In that? Yeah, he was yeah. The, okay. He was the. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Before the Priceline days. <laughs> yeah. In dodgeball. <laughs> There's nothing I could do. Uh, where would you guys rank this? I know it's hard without seeing all the movies in front of you from the MCU. Mm. Do you put it about in the middle? Upper yeah. third ballpark. Where would you put it? Less than Ant Man, and Ant Man was like Ant- mid oh, midfield. I, I like this better than Ant Man. Really? Yeah, I did. And I, you know, like there's there's such great stuff in Ant Man, like uh, Louise. Yeah, I just I just love Paul Rudd. But I got the van. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the end of that when he narrates the end of the film, it's just fantastic. But yeah, you know, I I uh, I enjoyed this one better than I enjoyed Ant Man. Huh. I. Yeah, they're totally different in tone. Totally different. It's, uh, it's almost oh, yeah. like comparing like, Luke Cage to you know Jessica Jones. They're both in the same neighborhood, you know, but yeah. they're, literally, but they're <laughs> totally different. No, because they moved down to Harlem. Oh, right. I haven't, I haven't watched any of them. Not gonna you, lie, uh, you haven't watched any of them. Uh, I watched the first season of Daredevil, and then I started watching Jessica Jones, but. I, I was watching it with Jamie, and she got a little bit creeped out by the first episode. Jessica Jones? Yeah. So we kind of just, like, stopped watching it. Watch it without her. And I, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I, I never really... without her all the time. I just never really, like, got back into it, yeah. is what I... I watched the first season of Daredevil, the first third of the second season of Daredevil, probably three, four episodes of Jessica Jones, and I've not jumped into Luke Cage yet. Yeah, I haven't jumped into Luke Cage either, but I heard it's fantastic. Somebody get my agent on the phone. I don't even know how I can be sitting here. The talent is freaking out right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) The grumpy talent. Um, That's the best Marvel stuff there is. I've heard that, too, but I don't know if I agree with that. Best Marvel stuff there is is uh, is Netflix. I guess. But the cool thing, you know what the cool thing is while we're on that? Okay. The cool thing is that Ant-Man and Doctor Strange are more... Those kind of standalone films feel like they'd fit more into the Netflix universe than the the you know like everything else yeah. is these big team ups. I could what I mean? see like, Ant Man definitely fitting in with you know like Iron Fist and Luke Cage and Daredevil and stuff like sure. that. But Be, the, just because the point like, that we were we made there is that um, di- totally different tone. Ant Man has a totally different tone than the Mystic. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, the coolest thing about the stuff on Netflix is like, like Luke Cage is super hip hop black film. The mo- the the uh, soundtrack is great, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Jessica Jones is film noir, where it's you know it's it's uh, it's a it's a psychological thriller. Yeah, the music fits that, you know, like and Daredevil is a different thing altogether. So that's what I'm. That's I. There's I'm, the contrast I'm in both. I'm totally state. enjoying the um, the standalones, mm-hmm. like the, the 
I made, I made kind of half a joke about it earlier, but like every freaking film that we see now, they just destroy New York City. That you know, <laughs> and and okay, well, I, I the other day on TV because I didn't want to. There was a good Hallmark thing on about a pumpkin pie bake off that I was going <laughs> to throw myself into. Now she wins the <laughs> thing. I was going to I was going to I was going to sit down. I was going to get myself a mocha froca boca the grumpy pumpkin bu- pie. Bullshit a cappuccino <laughs> crap. You can uh, come on. You can gr- almost call it a, gr- a grumpkin oh, pie. Come on, you don't have to cut that out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one you don't have to cut out. <laughs> like if I were to have said something no! about snake no! <laughs> snakes on a plane, Quick, now that I you would have to cut out. <laughs> but I didn't say that. No. You didn't even say it on the video. I was a little I know. disappointed. I, know. I thought you were going to make Adam bleep it. So anyway, bake off pumpkin. I was going to watch that, but then Winter Soldier was on. Oh well, yeah. And so I took Winter Soldier, even though. The girl in the movie wins the pumpkin pie bake-off with like a, it's a chiffon graham cracker crust. <laughs> the sad thing is, is and, I know what he's talking about because Jamie and, and I watched it the other and day. A, and a bourbon what? whipped yeah. cream on top of the, with pecans yeah. around the edges. <laughs> we should so, do, we should do a podcast about Hallmark movies. <laughs> <laughs> Adam walked oh, in. Man. Adam walks in and, and sees me watching this. He goes, what, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, this is my third movie. I, it's been on all day. Your mother left it on. I've been sitting here watching it. He goes, Oh my God, you wuss! Where's your tub of ice cream and your tissues? <laughs> We've got tissues <laughs> right here. Right? He was he was so disappointed in me. <laughs> but anyway, oh, no. like you know, when New York City is totally under repair, let's go mess up Washington. You know, like it's just they're tiring because yeah, they're move, just move it away, folks. right. So yeah. it's great to have these these smaller films where they're not you know like it's not aliens popping through a, a rift in the space-time continuum, you know, just destroying Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. I'm it's nice to have those films. Even even DC is doing the same thing. I mean, you sat through Batman versus Superman, and it's just like, you know, just to trash all of Gotham City or all of Metropolis, whichever one that was there when their yep. doomsday's out on the dock. It's just, it's just, it gets to the point where there's a continuity here, Right. Right. There's a both of these film universes are creating continuities. There isn't any cities left because they've <laughs> just trashed them. So it's nice to have a he goes off to his version of Nana Parmbot or whatever from Arrow, which is the little island where you know he does his thing. But I, I can't say it. You know, I don't. I don't can't pronounce it because I've only heard it the one time in the movie, but it's got its little name out in Kathmandu. You know, so it's <laughs> nice that he's he's out there doing his thing, not destroying New York City. I agree. I think that's my a point. good point. And Ant-Man was, you know, like, not that. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man was a heist film, you know, like, let's go in and steal a thing and get out. So They're doing a good job at slowly differentiating, starting to differentiate a little better. Right. You got, like you said, Ant-Man, you got Doctor Strange. We're going to get Black Panther next year. That's I'm so excited for Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is going to be such a good movie. Captain Marvel is going to be great as well. You're going to be looking at two different environments in those movies also. Um, so I'm excited for those. I mean, it's been a good year. I mean, next year we're getting Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That's my big one. We're going to get Thor next fall, I believe. And then mm-hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming in the summer, which is very exciting to me. Yeah. And Trevor talked a little bit well, about Spider-Man on one of our videos. Yeah. And, and you know, I was I uh, was reading an article about it today where Tom Holland was saying it's it's super cool because I'm a kid. Yeah, so He's 16, I, right? Well, and and he's young. Tom Holland himself is young mm-hmm. and, the, and the character is young. So I don't punch anybody in the movie. <laughs> like I handle things like a kid would. Right. Now I'm dying now to to see what that is. Like I love that each one of these films has their own little personality. That that takes a lot of creativity to mm-hmm. to look that deep and say, you know, Spider-Man, this is this is Spider-Man's first go. He just got his powers. He hasn't really figured it out yet and he's a kid. So I I see him fighting off his villains by like circling around them like you know the the AT-ATs with the oh yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 you know wrap the webs around their ankles and let them fall down instead of <laughs> punching them in the face yeah. you know i loved 
that, um, and this was something out of Nick's review, that for the most part, Doctor Strange sucks at magic. Right. Right? Like, he didn't, he didn't come in here and just go, I'm the greatest guy in the whole world. I'm so great that they got Benedict Cumberbatch to play me, and I'm going to be better at magic than even the ancient one. Right, he's got a book essentially, magic for dummies, right? Right. He's trying to figure it out. <laughs> right, he and he's you know, and he's he's a natural uh, talent, but he hasn't perfected that craft. Exactly, yet. and that's that. You know, like I think that's clever. I think so too, because it gives depth to the character, and it makes obviously it's a superhero film, so it's not. And it was an origin story, and origin stories are tiring in and of themselves. You know, like you get a lot of background stuff there that it's just like oh please this worked for me though because me I, I needed to know more about dr strange agreed and it wasn't a three-hour film mm-hmm. yeah pacing was good with this you know it was uh i think it ran an hour and 55 and uh you know that's like i don't i don't want every film i go to be the avengers no i don't want that and even that's what it got to be with the captain america movies like the Captain America movies, they weren't really Captain America movies. They were just Avengers two. They know? are definitely more Avenger centric yeah. than some of these spin off movies. Spin off we say loosely here, obviously. I mean in in is it Winter Soldier and Winter Soldier, you know, you get Cap and the Winter Soldier, but you also get introduced to Falcon and and mm-hmm. uh Black Widows in there. So it's I mean it's Right. You know? It's no longer a cat movie. Right. And Crossbones is really in there for all intents and purposes. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's just big team-up movies. I liked that this wasn't that. I like that we get the variation for sure. I, I like the big ones in terms of seeing everything on screen, all yeah. the superheroes come together. Mm-hmm. But I like the more personal touches like this too. So Marvel's doing a good job with it overall. And I'm excited to see the next few that we get because we're going to get a change of pace here a little bit. We're going to see Spider-Man. We're going to see Cap... Or, uh, uh, Black Panther, excuse me, Captain Marvel in 2019, so we're a few years off from that. Guardians will get their their other movie, but um, like you said, last year it's the wind-down time for this phase, and now we're going to eventually move this off of our, our core group that we have now, and we're going to have a new core group in a, a year or two. And yeah, and, and the beauty of, you know, I, I'm uh, old enough to be all your guys' dads, Maybe your grandfather. I don't know. <laughs> um, if Josiah had you at a very young age, <laughs> Dad, <laughs> I'm twenty-three. Son? Oh yeah. Like oh my! My own my own son's twenty-three. Um, <laughs> anyway, I there's there's you know like I've been reading comics for a million years, and there's a million little side groups. That form. So it's the Avengers, and then there was the LA Avengers, and the Secret the, Avengers, and the and Secret and Avengers, and yeah. the and the Defenders, and the you know, like there's a million little groups there that everybody played a part in some place. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't need to be. You don't have to come up with a whole new group of Avengers. You can just put together a another group. Yeah. I want to start a Kickstarter tomorrow. So, ha- you know, hashtag the grumpy geek. Tell me what you think of this idea. The grumpy geek. The with a the. The. The grumpy geek. And tell me what you think <laughs> of this idea. I want to I wanna do a Kickstarter for Marvel to buy the Fantastic Four back from Ooh. that disaster. We need a good Fantastic Four. We need a good See, Fantastic Four. See, for me, four. Fantastic the, the Four is just so dead. Be I'm careful. Sh- I'm so sick yeah, of it. Uh, let me, your favorite. Do not make me hurt you. <laughs> you will be embarrassed for the rest of your natural life no, that you I got just... your ass whooped by an old man. <laughs> he will find you and he will kill you. Because, <laughs> what do I look like, Liam Neeson? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, anyway. People at home don't know that. <laughs> um, they're the first family of comics. Yeah. They uh, just haven't been... Ha- you know, like, I don't hate the, I don't hate the first... The, uh, the early two thousand films. Yeah, I don't hate those. Yeah. I don't hate. I those. don't either. The the newer one, I was totally disappointed in. It was in my mind, it was kind of a fantastic flop. Agreed. They had they had so many um, so many good things going for it that you know you just you can't you can't take that one and take the campiness out of it. It it needs to have a little bit of camp to it, like all of this stuff does. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look even even the Avengers and stuff, it's got some campiness to it. And they tried to just do away with that in a completely different direction. Well, they're going to fix so. Spider-Man 
I think they would do a great job in taking the reins for that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Spider-Man's your favorite, right? You're, yes. And then Fantastic Four second? Fantastic yeah. Four's right up there. So I but I read them all because, yeah. you know, like I grew up in the 1970s, and we didn't have 700 channels of crap. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a Hallmark channel. And they had to walk to school in the snow uphill both ways you had to look at actual recipes to figure out how to make pumpkin pies instead of watching a, a bake-off oh i yeah. never had to do that i just said mom i want pumpkin pie and she made it for me <laughs> there's also that actually my, my grandmother made the greatest pumpkin pie in the world she could have been on the hallmark she could have been one of the judges for that movie <laughs> on the hallmark channel it's about that time of year by the way so <sighs> oh man i miss my grandma because she made a great pumpkin pie anyway <laughs> back to what are we talking about? Doctor Strange. Doctor right. Strange yeah. and the Fantastic Four and <laughs> all of those, like, that's all I had. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I, the, there was, uh, there was some TV on that was, Star Trek was on at that point in time in its first round of syndication or reruns or something like that. I missed the original version because it was, it was like late 60s. I was, I was born in 64. I wasn't watching Star Trek at five, but I was watching it at 10. You know? Yeah, yeah. So lots of comics. That's what I read. That's what I that's what I did until I got to, you know, be able to sit down and read actual books that were super exciting things like the Hardy Bro the Hardy Boys, the Hardy Brothers. <laughs> the Hardy, Hardy boys. boys. The Hardy Boys. The Hardy something. It's the Hardy Boys. They were a little detective series. <laughs> and Encyclopedia Brown. Encyclopedia Brown. Look it up, all you kiddies out there. <laughs> so There's some note, great literature. Look it up on your smartphone devices. <laughs> what, uh, you know, any final thoughts here on, on the movie before we wrap things up here? I think that this... Uh, I should clarify. Ben- any final thoughts on Doctor Strange? <laughs> yeah. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be a great addition to the the heroes that we already have. Um like you said, I'm really excited to see how Iron Man and him kind of like go up against each other if they butt heads, because usually in the comics they do. I think they might get along in certain scenes, actually. I think they will too. Yeah. I'm interested to see that. I, I like the thought of Benedict in the ensemble cast. Yeah, I well, it, I should say, as of right now, like the comics that I'm reading, he's already the Sorcerer Supreme, so he's got like that that air of him where he's still like. He's still, like, really arrogant, but he also knows that, like, everything will be fine, I guess. Like, he knows that he can, like, fix a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Where, like, Tony Stark is still, like, really, like, snippy and, like, has his wits about him and everything like that. He's definitely gone through a phase, though, because he was kind of almost this playboy when when we first saw. Oh, yeah. And he's gone through a lot. In this this MCU, yeah, I mean, I mean, in the comics, like yeah, no, the, the comics a, that I'm reading, a totally different character in the in the movies than he is in the comics. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, but Even like when I read Civil War, oh yeah, you know, like just a totally different guy uh-huh. in Civil War yeah. than in the comics than he is in the. I, I definitely yeah. agree with that sentiment. So Benedict Cumberbatch, the way that he is right now, the way that he acts, he's still acting a little bit more like Tony Stark than um, he does in the comics where he's kind of like composed himself and stuff like that. Pete, final wrap-up on Doctor Strange moving forward. I'm excited to have magic in the MCU, and you're going to need it because Thanos. Thanos is too big. And they're, you know, they're, they just, you can't beat him with, with raw strength alone. He's, he's a galactic force starting to come together a little bit yeah so this is this is one of the pieces of the puzzle that makes infinity war compelling work yeah and i'm kind i'm kind of bummed that we don't have like fantastic four and also like x-men in the mcu but at the same well we'll know but at the same time like they did really well with civil war and in civil war in the comics at least like it was a little bit cooler to see x-men and yeah, but you can't you can't do that in a movie. No, because you only it's have just an hour and a half yeah. or two hours to really right. You you can't. There was there was every bit of in the comics itself. There was every bit of thirty or forty characters. Yeah, you just can't you can't put them in a film. It's its own entity right. altogether. You can't. So I think they're doing a good job with it. I am perfectly comfortable 
with uh, up to this point. We talked a little bit today, or I talked a little bit today, about uh, X-Men struggling right now to get its foot for its next phases and stuff like that. But I'm perfectly comfortable with, with Fox, the job they're doing on X-Men. I've enjoyed every one of those films except for one of the Wolverine ones was a little bit like, you know, um, the first, the very first one is, where they is that the one where they have the they basically have the Suicide Squad there. Is that is that uh, Ryan Reynolds' mouth sewed shut? Oh Deadpool? yeah, is that, that the first one or the that second? First one? Yeah, that first horrible one. Deadpool. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, not Deadpool. In one of the Wolverine spin-off movies. Ryan yeah, Reynolds was, plays Deadpool in one of the Yeah, it was that, it was that okay, first yeah, one. Yeah, okay. X-Men uh, X-Men Origins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That'd be it. And I love big bits and pieces of that movie, but I don't love that. No. The, know, the that, movie as a whole is just like the worst of piece of and, trash. And the and the other one as well when they go to Japan or whatever is a little bit odd too. The guy that's the, the old Japanese guy Yeah, that's like the like, Wolverine, like the grumpy geek. <laughs> hashtag the grumpy geek right got it I, i'm glad we've ironed out that huge problem in our in our organizational <laughs> in it's our, just uh, it's only the, system. so it's anyway only the three of us until like magic, nobody else listens thanos big deal i want to see more thanos we need more thanos i think we might get that in guardians next summer uh i sure hope so because time's running out before we get to infinity war i, I don't yeah. i don't know how much you'll see him before that i, I think i think, think maybe i think snippets i don't maybe a know, little like, bit in thor yeah, maybe. Eh, maybe. Could be. I, maybe Thor maybe. loans itself to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good call. I'm excited. I like. I, I really want to see Doctor Strange get into this ensemble here as we move forward. Really excited for 2017 string of movies. Really good previews at this, by the way. Wonder Woman looks awesome. Uh, you got Logan coming out early in the oh, year. And then I loved the Logan preview. Yeah. Looks, uh, looks really good. You got Spider-Man, Thor. Uh, the list goes on. And uh, it'll be another big year for movies next year. Uh, so... Uh, wrapping things up here again thank you very much for listening to the dr strange uh spoiler cast here on twitter you have a million underscores you're <laughs> at trevor underwhite underwhite trevor underwhite trevor underwhite trevor 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 trevor, trevor, trevor underscore white underscore <laughs> he's the one that usually has a problem <laughs> yeah. a little bit to think about it you get a little bit he's at pete her that's an easy one yeah uh, I am at Josiah D. That's what happens when you're like in the first generation of Twitter <laughs> users. It was. I got my name, no problem, but yeah. I have a weird name. So, you know, it happens. Why'd you put the D in there? I just because? <laughs> I don't know. For kicks. <laughs> I just you know, just I just, just assume the that the other, right. I just assume the other the other one wasn't there. That that's why you added the middle initial. <laughs> just for you show. You know what? Actually, now that you say that, I want to say Cam Powell, when Letterset, a uh, former band of mine, was going, we made. Twitter accounts immediately. He made them for us, and I think he just made Josiah Leroy. I might have gotten locked out of it. <laughs> That'll be a project for me now. Because um, that D makes you sound a little pretentious and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Pete. Just, just shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. Wow, Josiah's getting grumpy. <laughs> My work is done here. That's what happens. <laughs> the, the grumpster for 12 months straight, <laughs> weekly. So uh, on uh, on YouTube, you can check us out. YouTube.com slash C slash the Geekiverse right now. Maybe without the C. We don't know yet. We'll have no, to check I've, it out. I've, I've done it. Okay, so for, uh, we'll drop the C. Uh, <laughs> give a plug for something you've worked on recently for the Geekiverse. Start with you, Pete. Uh, alter ego. We're, we're, uh, it's not an alter ego. It's who you are. It's who, am who I, I am, right? <laughs> I don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> this this superhero don't hide, baby. Um, yeah, we're bringing the Grumpy Geek back to a uh, to a much more regular program. So, um, and my my favorite new feature that we do is the Geekverse Open Mic, where uh, where we each get to sh- to talk about something that happened in the last you know week, ten days, or something that caught our interest. So uh, check that out on our YouTube channel. We're calling it the Geek Open Mic. Beautiful. Trevor. Uh, I've been wasting my life on Skyrim recently. Uh, I did a, the review for it. If you want to check it out, I would definitely recommend um, looking at it. It's the uh, Skyrim Remastered review. Um, That's why we haven't yeah. seen you in like <laughs> a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, that that and Best Buy. That's I sometimes I get them confused. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> there's a Skyrim there's a dragon f- there's a dragon floating around Best Buy. Like, what's going on? <laughs> 
see smog go across one of the TVs. I am in Skyrim. <laughs> I yell Fusro Don. It just scares all of the old people there. <laughs> I see Trevor just totally with his big eyes. Uh, <laughs> what is happening? Oh, We've been man. doing some nice collaborations with the Synthaholics uh, podcast yeah, as my, well. So. My list next. Yeah, that's, uh, that's been Duncan great fun. And uh, we, Trevor and I were on Synthaholics last week. It's actually, it aired this week. Uh, yeah. to talk about Star Wars, and they're doing a series, a seven-part series on Star Wars and the films. Uh, so we, we did the Attack of the Clones special. Just our, <laughs> It was so fun. It was a blast. <laughs> it was so great. Uh, David also appeared on Jim Pressions as Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to that. It's on iTunes. Seriously, one of the best Jar Jar Binks impressions I've ever heard. I mean, you, you, it's how you almost like Jar Jar after listening to it. Yeah. He does such a good job. <laughs> It just uh, made me yeah. want to put a drill to my head or something. <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my head after a while. Yeah. All I was hearing was just like Jar Jar talk whenever anybody else talked. Yeah. I was just like, oh. oh. They, uh, Dave and Aaron do a great job over there. Uh, Grumpy was also on. Uh, I was. Star Trek. We, yeah, a week before I talked about uh, Next Generation episode um, Unification. So I got to spend an hour or so. Grumpy Unification. Grumpy Unification. a great time with those guys. Yeah, I won't say the, the title that of the episode that Trevor and I were on. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I'd say it on the Geekiverse. <laughs> I might say it on their podcast. <laughs> but uh, um. check them out. They are a bunch of great guys. Also, Robbie and our friends from Artful Gremlins. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. So uh, go to the website, thegeekiverse.com. We've got everything, reviews, previews, news, opinions on comic books, video games, movies, and TV shows. I have been writing our weekly Gotham and Star Wars Rebels reviews. Uh, we've got a new segment that I filmed today with Adam Herr called Geek Bits. Uh, we're going to hopefully do that regularly. We're looking to do that at least weekly. Uh, it's more of a, a did you know kind of segment. Nice and quick. You can check it out on various geek topics. Uh, on Twitter, I am at Josiah D. Leroy. You can follow the Geekiverse at the underscore Geekiverse. Same on Instagram. And on Facebook, we are facebook.com slash the Geekiverse. For Pete, for Trevor, I am Josiah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you all soon.